Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. All right, Justin Hokinson with us. Auburn Live, part of On3 Sports. Uh, the fastest growing, at least last time I heard, fastest growing uh, website at On3 Sports. Uh, if not, I think Hoke needs to advertise that and say as declared by uh, the next round. What is up, Hoke? How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing awesome. Thanks a lot. A lot going on. Auburn started spring yesterday. And um, listen, you always default to quarterback just about any spring. And I don't anticipate that anything would happen at the top spot with Peyton Thorne coming out of this. But what do you think a depth chart might look like behind him at the end of spring practice? Um, yeah, that's, I think that's probably more interesting than, than Peyton Thorne in the spring. I mean, I I think Peyton Thorne has got room to get better for sure, but I, I think it's more intriguing who pushes Peyton Thorne, whether that's Holden Gurner, Hank Brown, who played well in the bowl game and, and, and Hugh Freeze thinks a lot of, and then Walker White's in there really talented, but a true freshman thrown into the mix. There's a big learning curve there. And so as good as he potentially could be. I'm not sure what you can expect. I think I think it's intriguing between Holden Gurner and Hank Brown, who steps up and maybe becomes the second best quarterback, and then can that guy get better spring, summer, and then can that guy push in the fall? Because once you get in the fall, the reps are so limited at quarterback, right? So whoever that two is is going to be sort of the guy splitting reps with Peyton, or not splitting, but getting more reps in the fall. So I think it's more interesting between Holden and Hank who steps up because for Holden, it's kind of do or die. Like it's time for him to really take the steps and be the solid number two or not. Hank Brown's a really good player too. So I think that's sort of more intriguing. And then of course you want to see how Peyton progresses and gets better with some continuity there. But I think that battle at number two is is intriguing for a lot of reasons. You know, we had our friend uh, Aaron Suttles on last summer and he was talking about Alabama kind of a preview. And he said, although he's never played in a college game, he said Caleb Downs might be the best player on this roster. Could you maybe make that argument with Cam Coleman? Um, yeah, I actually thought about that yesterday. Uh, I was sort of listing out maybe the top 20, 25 players on the roster, and I was like, where do you put Cam? I, I don't know that I could put him up there yet. Um, but, he, I mean, after a game or two, that could change. Like, we could go, okay, this dude's everything he he showed in high school. It's translating over, and he's an absolute impact player. I'm sort of one of those until I see it. I'm, I'm not going to say he's the best player. I still think somebody like Jalen McLeod, um, who's really good, Connor Liu, could be fantastic. Um, he could be one of the best players. So I think Coleman's up there, though. I mean, I think he's he's going to – I think by the middle of the season, you could look at it and go, is he the absolute best player? Maybe, maybe not. Is he one of the most important players? Yeah, just because of the position and, and what he's going to bring to that receiver position. But, man, he's a – He's a different dude. I mean, we saw him out there on Tuesday. We got a viewing session. It's just he's one of those guys you walk out there and you look at and you go, all right, he's different. I mean, I don't even need to see a lot. You just his height, his build, the way he moves, um, and you immediately see he's different. Um, and then, of course, you, you saw what he did in high school. So I wouldn't say he's the best player yet. I mean, he just started. But by the middle of the season, could we look out there and say Cam Coleman's the best player on the team? Would that shock me? No, wouldn't shock me. In your conversations with Hugh Freeze, uh, both on the microphone and off, um, how important was it was it for him to change the way that wide receiver room looked after year one? Oh, I mean, it's 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 huge. I mean, I remember him talking last year about 
the receiver position, especially in the SEC, I mean, the margin to get open, to really create separation against SEC corners is hard. Even the great ones, like, it, you know, it, 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 there's just not a lot. It takes something really special to really <clears throat> create enough separation um, and to be able to make plays and the quarterback deliver the football and complete passes downfield and that kind of stuff. And so um, I think reshaping that room was, was everything. Cam Coleman's a big part of that. Robert Lewis from Georgia State's a guy that can get open. Perry Thompson, who's not there yet, will arrive in the summer, is a big physical uh, target. Of course, Rivaldo is. He comes back. So I think just just to get some people in there that, one, either have the speed and agility to get open in the middle of the field, but to have a big, long receiver where I don't even – I have to get some separation, but the pass doesn't have to be perfect. It can be a little high. It can be a little to the outside. Um, but somebody like Cam Coleman or Perry Thompson can make a tough catch in traffic is everything in the SEC. Man, it's huge, um, especially if you're not going to have, you know, if you don't have a top 10 quarterback or an offensive line that's the best offensive line in the country, like you've got to create advantages and having those big receivers is is just massive in the SEC. And hopefully that's what Cam Coleman is. So it doesn't have to be a pinpoint perfect pass every time. That's a guy that oh, a pass is a little off, but but Cam makes it look good, or Perry Thompson makes it look good, or Rivaldo Fairweather, or somebody that can really create separation. Justin Hokinson with us. Auburn Live, part of On3 Sports, at underscore Jay Hokinson on Twitter is where you follow him. Uh, most intriguing new assistant to you is who? And I guess I should say why when you tell me who the most intriguing one is. I know you were big on Kent Austin and what you thought he might could do with those quarterbacks, but I don't want to put words yeah, in your mouth. I mean... You got, what do you got, Durkin in. Charles Kelly's sort of been around, going to coach the safeties. Um, <clears throat> Derek Nix is intriguing, I guess, from the standpoint of he's got a long history of coaching running backs at Ole Miss. He just recently coached receivers there. So his resume is running backs, which is what he's going to do at Auburn. I think he's intriguing just because he is co-offensive coordinator, and I'm curious what to what extent is his role in coordinating the offense, to what extent is his role going to be in calling plays. He's never done that before. Um, he's been around offense, and I think he'll bring a lot to the table, but we also know that Hugh Freeze wants to take back over play calling. So uh, we talked to Hugh Freeze later today, and I think it'll be interesting. What is Derek Nix's role in game planning? What will his role be on on game days calling plays? Cause DJ Durkin's coordinated a defense. He's coached linebackers before. A lot of those guys are sort of but, – but, but Nick's coordinating the offense or at least being a co-coordinator is sort of uh, – is sort of the new one. That's that's a guy that he's he's stepping into something he's never done before. I think he's prepared to do it, but he's never done a lot of that. So I think what exactly is his role game planning and what exactly will his role be on Saturdays, I, I think is is really intriguing. I think the benefit there is he's been with Hugh Freeze before. So it should be a seamless transition terminology and concept wise and what they're trying to accomplish. But I think what does Derek Nix bring to the table as a co-coordinator is, is interesting to me. And you mentioned Derek Nix as a running backs coach, too. With Jarquez coming back, I would assume he's obviously your favorite to lead this team in rushing if he stays healthy. But if I say Jarquez is not going to be your leading rusher, someone else is, who would that guy be? Oh, man. I would lean Damari Austin. If, you know, Damari Austin's a really good player. He got hurt last year in the A&M game and missed a few games and, and, and kind of got out of sorts a little bit. Um, Jeremiah Cobb's really interesting too. He's a guy that when he was in last year, he flashed. But he Jeremiah Cobb was a guy that would have a good game and flash and then he'd disappear for two or three games. Not necessarily his own fault. He just he wouldn't be a part of the game plan to get carries. Jeremiah Cobb's got 
terms of ceiling, his ceiling is the highest. It's higher than, than Jarquez. It's higher than Damari. Jeremiah Cobb's got real, real special talent. And I'm curious to see if, if a light switch comes on with him. Does he take a big jump and push somebody like Damari or, or, or Batty? Does he push for the number two spot spring, summer, come next fall? Is Jeremiah Cobb all of a sudden a guy that you, you he's got to get touches every game no matter what? Um, I think he could be. So right now I would lean to Mari Austin just because of experience. But Jeremiah Cobb is one to watch. What kind of jump can he make? Because he's got great vision. He's got great speed. He can catch the ball out of the backfield. He's got a lot to offer. It's just does he pick up blitzes? Does he does he not miss assignments? That kind of stuff that makes him trustworthy to be to be put on the field. Speaking of big jumps, um, Hugh Freeze is recruiting his way out of a roster deficit. Um, but he can't do it in one class. And we know the five stars that have come in at receiver and some of the other great players that have come in. Which unit has to really improve in these 15 practices that maybe they just haven't recruited their way out of yet, that that unit just has to get better with the guys they have on campus and uh, that'll be key to them having a good year? Which unit are you watching that has to get better right now? I think it's the defensive line. Um, You know, Marcus Harris was fantastic last year. He's gone. And so that's the position where I'm looking at and you go, okay, you you brought in Shrill Carter from Texas, Gage Keys from Kansas. Um, Gage Keys wasn't super productive, but he's got a great frame, great potential. You feel like he could be a good fit in the system. You got somebody like Bobby Travis that's that's coming back from that you got from Juco last year. Darren Reed is a really talented player that played a little bit last year. Um, And so Jason Jones is coming back. He's a guy that you rely on to be sort of an anchor but I, right now, I don't see a stud at defensive line. I see some potential, and I see there's some there's some bodies. I think depth-wise, they'll be okay in terms of throwing bodies out there. But do you have a difference maker like Marcus Harris was? Um, that's sort of what I'm looking for. I think I think the secondary's got a lot of good young talent. You've got Asante and Keys coming back at linebacker. I would maybe go receiver as well as that position that's got to step up. But I think there's some potential there. But defensive line, you win in the trenches in the SEC. And that defensive line is sort of where I'm looking at. Does somebody step up and can somebody be a stud? And if not, do you have three or three or four guys that are all pretty good that contribute that when rotated can be productive? So that's kind of the position that I'm looking at as they got to make strides. Cause if you're not solid in, in the defensive line, you're struggling. All right. He is Justin Hokinson. And as he said, Hugh Freeze talks to the media today. So Hoke will have some reaction to that at underscore J Hokinson and Auburn live part of on three sports. Uh, to see what the Auburn coach says after a couple days of spring there and what he has seen. Hoke, thank you very much for the time, man. Enjoy it. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. Take care. Hoke with us on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline.